Welcome back to Paranormal XL. I'm your host, Gigi, and with me, of course, until the very end, is our very own Mama Mary. Why was that so hard for me to say? I don't uh, know. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> Weeks are still going amazing. The summer is approaching, which is crazy busy for sure. How about you, Mama? It is crazy, but I love being able to sit outside in the warm weather. Oh, uh, yes. Sitting down by the creek and just, just being able to sit outside. Oh, so nice. For sure, I know. I, I like seeing the birds. I never thought I'd be a, a bird person. Me neither. But I found myself, I am. Like, oh my, my little cardinals that come. I'm super excited about seeing my um, hummingbirds that come. Mm-hmm. And I need to refill my feeders. Oh, I'm so old. <laughs> <laughs> I used to make fun of, like, my grandparents and stuff for doing that. Yeah. I understand. It's I You learn to enjoy those things after the busy part of life. Um, we hope you all enjoyed the spiritualism and paranormal in part one and two. Even though we got off track, like, a whole bunch. <sighs> That's all right. Um, it, <laughs> episode one of that, or part one of that, crazy insane amount of people listen to that. I know, that's amazing. It that's is. So I, cool. I was super excited. I was like, oh my gosh. And then not as many to part two, and I'm like, did we lose them? <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully everyone that listened to part one will listen to part two. We really didn't conclude anything in part two. But part two was very entertaining. It was. If I remember correctly. Um, yeah, but we will probably touch back on that subject. Well, in all of it, really, because mm-hmm. paranormal and spiritualism go in together. Yeah, it's hand in hand. It, it really it is. is. So, yeah, we actually do touch back probably in every, every episode. But yeah, in some shape or form. Yeah. As we have been saying, we are starting a PXL investigation crew, which PXL is clearly paranormal XL just makes it easier to say mm-hmm. because, yeah. as you know and listeners know, on some days I have problems with words. No, we all do. <laughs> My arms will be going, <laughs> so if you can read arms, that'd be great. Just don't hit me. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Took all the fun out of it. Well, we have our crew now, and we will be starting investigations and huntings. Um, we chose a crew of six that's including ourselves we will introduce them at a different time because we do have a few meetings to set up with them and such and Mm -hmm. get rolling and see what everybody wants out of this and what we want out of this and make sure we're all on the same page and whatnot but i'm i'm pretty happy with our our decision i think so far it's a good group and i think the ones that don't know each other which is me i don't know any of them (laughs) (laughs) but i have talked to them through social media and stuff like that um I think no, yeah, great I, people. it's going to be mm-hmm. fun, I think. that yeah, Oh, yeah, they're all super nice, and I think we're all in it for, oh, I may be wrong, but I don't want to say different reasoning, but maybe different outcomes of it, and, and I think that's going to be great. Yeah, because um, everybody's going to have a certain skill set. Yes. Everybody we're all going to bring something different mm-hmm. to the table, and it's going to mesh instead of just everybody bringing the same thing. Okay, since my research, I've been researching... A lot of different groups, investigators, they, most of them are, are going at it for the scientific reasons, which is essentially like what most people do, I guess. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. But most of them, or from what I've seen, I don't want to say most because I could clearly be wrong because there's 
a ton out there. They don't have the spiritual half there on their side, which is something that I'm happy that we're going to have in our group. We'll have the scientific side, but we're also going to have the spiritual side. So we're going to hit it from both angles. And I, I think that's really great, and that's going to set us apart. Yeah, because that's what's important to me is the spiritual meaning of it all as to exactly why the spirits are still there. And if they're really just there, they're with you. Right. You know what I mean? It's There's a spiritual meaning to everything, and there's so much history and energy in places that to be able to have the honor to go to them and embrace that energy and embrace that history, mm-hmm. that's just, that's joy within itself. That's spiritual growth. Right, right. You see, I want, not as spiritual as you. <laughs> But me, I'm all like, yay, equipment, we get to play with things. Toys. <laughs> yeah. See, and that's that what's good. I, I, oh. Yeah. And they still need batteries, they need though. Batteries. <laughs> Zing. Don't get, don't get any ideas. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, oh, I got to stop saying, oh, my, keep doing that. So, <laughs> I yes, with our group, I, I'm super excited because we all, I believe, have different angles coming at it what we want out of it i'm in it just first of all i get to meet all these awesome new people and yeah. i'm all about that I, oh, I love meeting new people only really if they want to meet me too but i'm sure they do <laughs> i oh i'm just oh well just to I be a part of a group oh yeah too, where you know you're going to be able to be a part of something and not be judged yeah by the people that are there yeah and exactly everybody wants to just have fun mm-hmm. and to enjoy the company and be a part of something. With that being said, I know our listeners that continue to listen to us, they, they do realize we are, you especially, coming from a, a spiritual point of view. I want to say, well, in my research, and the people, or I say the investigators that have actually helped other people become investigators in groups and crews and stuff, they the number one thing they say is be prepared for criticism, like mm-hmm. severe criticism. And I believe that... I don't want to say we're going to get a lot, but we're going to get a lot. And yeah. a lot of it is because people are judgmental, but it comes back to educating yourself on it. But because we do have the spiritual side coming in on our side, and we have the scientific side coming in on our side, because I do know there's a couple of us that are more scientific belief. Versus as, the, the spiritual right. belief. But hey, look at us. We're meshing. Yeah. We're going together like cereal and milk. Like, yeah. And it's great. We hit it off. I don't hate them because they don't have my views. They don't hate me because I don't have all their views. We're meshing. We're, we're going to have fun with it. It's like, yeah, why it's be like angry? Captain Crunch and Lucky Charms. We're oh, just mixing the marshmallows. Rocky Rhymes. I love Rocky Rhymes. <laughs> I used to babysit a kid that say that. Do I have some Rocky Rhymes? I'm like, oh my God, say it again. So I wouldn't give him any so he'd say it again. No, no I'd give him his cereal. And then I'd make him say it again. <laughs> my Rocky Rhymes. Anyhow, then. Um... <laughs> In this um, episode, or today's topic, is clearly paranormal investigations. We will get into certain definitions and what to have when you investigate or hunt. Hey, you're walking worms! Today's episode, or the topic of today's episode, is paranormal investigations. We will get into certain defini- <laughs> definitions and what to have when we investigate or hunt. Or you investigate or hunt, not we. We will also discuss a little bit about what we're going to be about our crew, which I guess we just hit that a little bit, mm-hmm. how, how we're going to jump in, and how excited are we? We're really excited. <laughs> no, it's going to be a lot of fun. There's yeah. so many places, and it gives an excuse to, you know, to travel. 
Yeah. No. Heck yeah. Speaking of which, before I forget, and I'm excited because next week I or next weekend I go get my daughter mm-hmm. down in Illinois. So I do know we have some listeners in Illinois. Oh. So I will be making some stops in Illinois on off of I eighty that I have researched some places and gonna test out some of the new equipment that I got. And cool. Give it a whirl while I'm down there. I might as well. I'm already there. Yeah. So and I know that there's a couple um urban legend from actually the town that I'm going to to pick her up. Um and I want to go check out those places. There's a Brit. What is it? It is a bridge, but I also want to think that it was um, an old uh, train, like train bridge. Or oh, okay. but, but there's some urban legend behind that about spirits and stuff. So I think it'll be exciting. We're going to go during daytime because I don't want to scare Destiny. And Well, let's be honest. I don't want to scare myself either. Well, and, yeah, <laughs> and, and if it's so. just me and her, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and she can run faster than me. So if something's going to yeah. get us, they're going to get me, and I know this. They'll get you first. <laughs> they will. I wouldn't have it any other way. I would not push her first. So is there any beforehand thoughts before we get into no, nope, this stuff? So, all right. So let's talk paranormal investigations. Yeah. So first, let's get through some actual definitions that I think are important to know, whether you're an investigator, a hunter, or you watch it on YouTube or TV, you know, watching ghost hunters. All those, there's so many of those shows out. And they are a lot of fun to watch. With that being said, there's so much that you don't see. They have to condense days and days of work into like half hour uh-huh. segments, 45 minute segments, and it's insane. People go, oh, I could do that. It takes a half an hour. No, it don't take a half an hour. No, it takes a lot like, of time. Yes. A yes. lot of time and a lot and of work. And especially when you're first starting out because you have to get in your groove. And once you figure that out, it may cut down a little bit. But not all of it, but we will get into that. I have that later mm-hmm. on. <laughs> so, the first definition is ghost hunt, ghost hunting, ghost hunter. There is a huge difference. And if you look it up and you look at Wikipedia, they have it so wrong. Because there is a difference. And a lot of people, unless they're into it, they don't understand the difference between a paranormal investigation and a ghost hunt. Mm-hmm. And there is a difference. So here it is. Ghost hunt is a person or group going to a location where there hasn't been any sightings or ghosts, spirits, or anything paranormal. Just kind of going out and hoping you catch something for evidence. You know, it's really no different than deer hunting, turkey hunting, going out hunting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're going out, you're sitting there, you're waiting for something to happen where you... There's no documentation or anything. There's no witnesses saying, I felt this or I seen this here. My cupboards come crashing open. (laughs) You know, there's none of that. And I feel myself, like when I... The huntings that I've done so far, I'll call them that, it is the cemeteries. I think a cemetery is a good way. One that you go to that doesn't have a story behind it. A lot of them do have stories. Some of them that I've been to don't have stories, mm-hmm. but I think it's kind of neat. And to what kind of feeling I get and stuff. And now that I have the right equipment, now I can take that in to see if my feelings... If I can back up my intuition. Is that what I call it? Intuition? Yeah, your gut instinct. Intuition. Gut feeling. Yeah. Well, always follow your gut. That's from Gibbs from NCIS, which I love that show. <laughs> <laughs> always follow your gut. What's your gut say, Gigi? Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's what a ghost hunt is. That's what ghost hunters do. They just kind of, oh, this place looks spooky. We're going to go check it out. Mm-hmm. So I do that quite often. Well, yeah. Yeah. Ghost hunting is, is a lot of fun. And you don't have to have the equipment and everything for that. That's my opinion. Anyway. 
because some people say you don't need any of the equipment for the investigations either but if you're trying to debunk something you do want the scientific well, equipment yeah, you, you want that stuff because you're going to document things you're going to try to prove something that's what investigating is the hunt is that you know you take your group of friends out you go for a ghost hunt you know go out there get a little twenty dollar tape recorder sit out in a cemetery ask questions go back home and listen to it yeah and see if you get anything in return your poor dad will be driving and be like oh there's a cemetery <sighs> then he just rolls his eyes and turns back around bless my family's little heart because now that they know that i'm all into this like it was a secret or something they tell me all the time, they're like, oh, man. And that's how I got to that hillside cemetery last week up in um, Harrietta. Is, well, Mike and my stepdad Bob were like, hey, Gigi, we found you a, a cemetery. You got to check it out. You got to check that's it out. That's cool. And, well, it's like on a dead-end road. And I was like, how would you guys even come across? Because it's not something that they... You could go past. Cross, yeah, because when they go from Harrietta where the, the cabin is to Cadillac, they don't pass it. It's off, like, some side roads. We end up taking the Razor out there. And I'm like, what? how did we get here? Like, and it was so spooky. Hopefully you guys have seen it. It is on the, the Facebook page. And I'm really sorry about the quality. If the quality is bad, I, I, I really need to get a different um, video hardware, software, edit all this stuff, or go through and add in what I need to add in. <clears throat> the problem is, everything costs money. <laughs> <laughs> and I've invested a whole lot with so much already, so... I will try to find something else that works better, or I'm just going to have to upload it right from either my phone and not have to do anything or whatever, but I want to add our our intros and stuff like that. Anyway, getting off track. Mm. Okay, one more time. Ghost hunting <laughs> is a place where people or group will go when there has been nothing reported. Easy enough. Remember that. A paranormal investigation or a ghost or spirit investigation. We're going to call it paranormal investigation, at least for our purpose, because I don't want to just limit us to ghost investigation, spirit investigations. Yeah. If somebody says they've seen a Sasquatch 20 miles north of Luther, oh man, we're packing up, we're going. Hell yeah. We're going to go. We're going to go sit in the woods. We'll get Dad out there, we'll have him do a Squatch call, and we're going to sit out there. We're going to go squat and find the Squatch. Yeah. Oh, man. Right. I love squatching. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you know, it'll be a good time. We joke, whatever. But it's still a good time. And why not go spend some time in nature? It isn't just about the ghosts and spirits for PXL and the PXL crew. It's going to be anything paranormal. You say you saw an alien or a spaceship. Oh, yeah. We're going to come. We're going to interview you. And then we're going to hang out. Yeah. And then... Then we'll go around, interview your friends and stuff, your neighbors. Maybe they seen something, you know? You don't know. I, I think that'll be fun to try to explain or give a reasoning for the unexplainable. That's right. Mm. Oh, man, yes. Embracing the energy of the process. Oh, this is going to be great. I hope you guys are excited. <laughs> I'm like, oh, like I'm lifting weights here. <laughs> okay, paranormal investigation. <laughs> A paranormal investigation is a person or group going to a known haunted location. You know, I'm really leery about always saying haunted. Because mm -hmm. haunted, to me, I'm like, okay, it can mean this or this. But to somebody that doesn't, has not researched it, they just automatically go back to scary. And yeah. it may not be scary. A haunted, I want to say, a location uh, with a spirit there. I, it's a, for lack of better terms, mm -hmm. but... Haunted doesn't always mean scary. 
I, I guess I should look up the <laughs> definition of haunting. There's, there's other haunting, terms but, for it. Yeah. So, with that being said, an investigation would happen at a location that has provided evidence through recordings, pictures, or eyewitnesses, etc. Like your that that comes down to your orbs and the mm-hmm. pictures. Uh, again, with, with the cupboards smashing out. I just want to say that I guess I don't know. Smash it out. I really wish you guys could see my hand gestures. <laughs> I'm a hand talker. And even I can't even get the w- right words out most of the time. My hands are going good. The investigations will happen. You know, somebody will reach out to you. Or if we know that there's haunted locations, we may reach out to a, an owner of a building or business to see if we can get in there. Uh, well, there's a few places I've always wanted to go. A few in Hastings, I know mm-hmm. for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, Hastings Hastings is a great town, and it has so much history. Mm-hmm. So much. Like, I didn't know that, I think... I don't think it was the 1850s, but it was later than that, that like the whole, the whole center of town burnt down. And that's why, um, that's why all the, like the brick buildings, they're yeah. all Masons and Hastings. So they all got together and built those buildings Okay. back up. But they used to be, it used to be just like an old town. A lot yeah. of, a lot of the Native Americans would come into that town. That that was their stopping ground. You had Makes that sense. coach yeah. Um, yeah. that would go back and forth. And, uh. But yeah. Oh man, what about the old uh oh I think it's a lawyer building now, but that building that's a uh I believe or it looked like a stop for a a, a railroad. Yeah. Yep. Oh man. And I think I'm um, to talk to those the Adroni house. I think that was I think that was the stagecoach house because I looked Where's it that? up. Um that one is right by like uh, across the new courthouse and court law buildings on Broadway. Right okay. next to what you were talking about, the lawyer's place. Okay. All right. Yep. Sweet. Another place. I think it's the bed and breakfast. Oh. I think that's the, it's called the Adroni House, I do believe. Oh, dang. Yeah, that's really pretty. I've never been it in there. It is pretty. But, and the outside's super pretty. And the, I found that, I found that history because um, just sitting in one of those buildings one day, I was sitting and meditating and I was showing a woman and she showed me how she got there and why she was brought there. She showed me that she was from New York and that um, she was shunned from a higher class family and so she decided to leave. And on her way through traveling over here to Michigan, she picked up women um, that just needed help. Okay. And brought them with her and eventually opened up some, eventually worked at, it used to be a bar or a tavern and she would tell me, no, they're not, they're not, um, they're not prostitutes, they're entertainers. And I found that fascinating because then I asked her, okay, so she showed me that she helped run this bar in this establishment. And then I asked her what happened and she told me the fire. And so then you know, I decided to do my research and was kind of weirded out when there really was a fire that went through that town and went the whole town out. And there was a bar right on the corner where I was meditating. Wow, that's crazy. It originally was. Research can give you so much. Oh, educating yourself. Uh, You just need to. I find that very fascinating. (laughs) So Hastings has a lot of amazing places. Like, you know, Charlton Park, that's another place that's going to be great to go look at. Stryker House. Yeah. I know a lot of people want to get into the Stryker House. Mm -hmm. Now, this is going to sound silly. I was born and raised in Hastings. When people refer to the Stryker House, is that the old Pennock building? I 
Yeah, it's, it's the green one, it's right? It's the green one, the old hospital. Okay, yeah, yeah. It used to be oh. a hospital. It was the original hospital. God, people have been wanting to get in that for years, and if we can get in there, that is going to be awesome. Yes, it is. Oh my cool. gosh, that, that I think will be a a big one for us at least to get us started. God, that would be great. Mm -hmm. Our our equipment will probably blow up, and we'll be like, "What the hell?" But. <laughs> I, I think we could get a lot of... Uh, he wanted to say research. I'm so onto that word. Evidence. Evidence, yes. Evidence and just I, a lot of something going on there because mm -hmm. of all the stories that do go back, they got to come from somewhere. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the Stryker House would be one. Then the Stryker Cemetery, people say we got to keep going out there too. Okay. So that, that that would be a fun... A couple of the gals in the group I know want to... Wanna, yeah, want us to meet them out there. Oh, okay. So that would be a lot of fun. But if this rain would just stop and Stupid. things and Stupid if rain. life in general would just calm down for a minute so we can focus on this you know, work my work's always getting in the way and that makes me so angry because yesterday i probably could have got out early and i was like yeah and then i'm like bills i have bills to pay what and that's when i messaged you and said let's go live off the grid because i think that would be the <laughs> best way to do this is to just go live off the Nobody grid can find you <laughs> i just this working thing is just and i'm not talking about I have it pretty easy at work. I get to have my phone. I can text you whenever I don't want to be at work. And I only work four days a week, 10-hour days. Like, it's pretty great, really. But that's time. That's 40 hours a week taken away that I could be doing this awesome stuff. I know. That's stuff that I want to do. And then I'm all <laughs> mad at these stupid jobs that I got to do, and I'm like, Bah! And it's, what? I'm getting paid. I'm getting yeah. paid to do this. Calm down, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Not this podcast. Or the investigations. That is also another thing. During my research and, and comparing different investigation groups and stuff, it, they don't make money. Some do. No. Some do. Some will ask. Um, that depends on if you're an LLC or not, too. And some are um, under nonprofits. Eventually, it'd be great, I, I think, to become an LLC. Just because then, at that point, we can have people come with us. Um, because we got that back up liability just don't be going all willy-nilly and going trying these <laughs> these investigations and bringing whoever with you and let's say they fall down some rickety stairs they're coming after you like yeah it's always good to have cover your butt most of them aren't llc's and they don't make money they will ask for donations if somebody gives them donations which is great because that'll help cover the expenses of the equipment because the equipment is expensive and getting more and better equipment um being able to travel and go someplace else. There's so many different ways that you can make money off from it, though. And one of the websites that I go to, which I, that guy is just, he, just amazing information he puts on mm -hmm. the website. I'll, I'll put it on the Facebook. <clears throat> he stated that, it, write books, uh, turn your investigations into books. But that's only if you get the clearance from the people that you had to investigate their house and stuff. Like, you get signatures for everything. <laughs> Really, yeah, I'm not. Sense. I'm not by any means giving legal advice, but I'm just trying to help you cover your butt. The, the books, uh, make it into a YouTube channel. Oh gosh, there was something else. I can't remember what it was. But the books was a was a big thing. I I think because um, a lot of people like having or books to go back on. They can read the stories, you know, by a campfire, whatever. Because a lot of the investigations, if you write it correctly, will sound like a ghost story, mm -hmm. essentially. Moving on, but just know that do this for it's more or less a hobby, and that's what I consider us right now just a group of hobbyists going out and having a good time. Yeah, and that's essentially what it is. You're not going to become rich off this. How awesome would it be to be like have somebody knock on your door? Hey, 
you want to have a TV show like that would be awesome, but probably not going to happen. And we know that, but that's why we're going to put it on YouTube, link it to the Facebook so you guys can still see. Mm -hmm. We're not looking to make any money, but I know I just want to share our experiences with you guys. That I'm having fun doing it, and why not share that? With that being said, I know you had the types of ghosts, spirits that you come into contact with. I have a part on that, too. Okay. But I didn't realize that when we were discussing before the show. <laughs> Um, you want me to go first, and then you yeah, tell no, me, or yeah, go ahead because and go I first. when it comes to the types of spirits and whatnot, mine's just from research. Mama Mary's is from research, but also uh, experience. It's experience, yep. well knowing. I don't mm -hmm. even think that's a thing. But anyway, so when in a haunt investigation, in my research, there's typically two types of ghosts or spirits you'll come into contact with if you come into contact at all. So keep that in mind, too, if you are going to go out there and go hunting. yeah, You may not contact nothing. Don't get mad. Don't just dis get discouraged. That's why they say kind of go out hunting first before you buy all the equipment and stuff like that because you may lose interest. People do. I'm mm -hmm. surprised I haven't yet because I, I change what I'm into every week. <laughs> but with that being said... Keep going with it. Document everything. Even if nothing happens, document it. Just don't get discouraged. But if you do come into contact, the first would be, which we discussed in episode one, they were human at one time and it remained on our level for whatever reason. Um, the spirit may not even know it's gone. The second type of spirit you may encounter on an investigation or hunting was never human and normally don't bring good news. In my research, the articles I came across said to beware be aware of this kind of spirit, but don't become obsessed with it because it's a slim chance you would come across it. Know how to protect yourself is a huge thing, mm -hmm. and which I have looked into, which we will discuss in our first meeting with our group. Um, even if you aren't a believer or are a skeptic, what's it going to hurt to protect yourself the correct way? Exactly. You know, I, that's a huge thing, and, and that, that I really held on to that when I read that. Um, Always smudging, adding a prayer, saying yeah. a prayer and thanks. Because even if you don't, if you're like, this is a bunch of BS, I'm just here to prove them wrong, and that's fine and dandy. Now, if you believe that, what's a prayer going to hurt you? That's right. What's smudging going to hurt you? What, what you know, it, that's not going to hurt you. You know, if all else, just be a team player for once and, and do, it for, do it for the team yeah. at, at that point, you know. Because yet we don't know. That's why we're here. That's what's paranormal about it. That's why we don't know. Mm -hmm. That's Well, like, being on the paranormal investigation, you're going to have to keep in mind that spirit more than likely is going to want to make contact with you in some shape or form. And spirit contacts will connect and contact us for various reasons. It could be a loved one who wants to just tell you they're okay and they love you. Or there may be, on an investigation, you know, a spirit that wants to give you a message so that you can help them or tell you why they're there. They want Sometimes they just want that acknowledgement. And they will connect in a lot of different ways. One way, one of the most popular ways they do is by um, touch, a feel of the hand on your arm, um, caressing on your face, playing with your hair. I get playing with my hair all the time. I can go into stores and it'll feel like somebody has the top of my hair and they're twirling it in their finger. And I get my hands touched daily, hundreds of times, I feel all the time, where somebody put their hand on top of my hand or they touched me. Um, I've been in the shower and had someone touch my stomach. It's 
it, you would be surprised at how much spirit tries to connect with you that we're not even realizing. And not in a negative way or a scary way. Most likely it's a loved one saying, I'm here. Right. So no different when you're going into an investigation or a hunting is be aware of your body sensations and the energy you're feeling around you because that energy is going to speak volumes. Energy is bigger than anything else you could imagine. Embrace the energy and feel what's around you. That's what's important. And then um, they'll also communicate with electrical devices. Mm -hmm. They'll flicker lights, drain your batteries, you know, the battery on your phone. And that's why having the well, I call it spiritual equipment, but I guess it's not the the investigation equipment. And call um, spiritual equipment. That's, that's cool. That's the whole point of that is it gives them a way to feed through it. Okay. They can so like the them. EVPs. Yes. And whatnot when when they're, when they're coming through up. radio stations, the white noise through, through the white noise. And and for me, I feel like the spirit knows that because every just because um. Just because the spirit is no longer in a body, it's still that energy it was when it was in a vessel. And so it has that knowledge that it can connect with you and communicate with you through those electrical devices because right. that, that sent out a currency, it sent out an energy. Right. See, with my when I was researching this, um, <coughs> with, 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 <coughs> with, oh my goodness, <coughs> with the two that you would see when they referred to the earthbound, they... The article said that they will, if they present themselves to you, if, if they get that amount of energy, mm -hmm. they are going to come in their human life form. But like they will show you them in their human life yes. form because that's they're earthbound, so they're stuck. They may not even know that they're dead, and they're kind of like again, it's like the movie Ghost. I think I referred mm -hmm. back to that where you know he was Patrick Swayze was like, oh my god, you know. I don't really know where I was no, going it, with that, but I wanted to spit that out. Well, because they. <laughs> They come to you in the form that they know best. Mm -hmm. And some spirit, like when you're a medium and you're connecting, a lot of spirit will come to you as what they thought was their best. So even if a woman died in her 80s, she might come to you looking like she's in her 20s. Okay. And it's, it's the same kind of theory. Is <clears throat> it, and it does. It draws a lot. It takes a lot of energy for them to manifest themselves in front of you or to even move anything and that's that's hence the draining of batteries or the lights flickering because they're drawing out energy everything's a frequency everything is a vibration spirit is a vibration so for me going into a hunting and going into an investigation i want to feel the vibration i want to feel the energy and i want to tap into that right and i think it's great to have that equipment mm -hmm. because it's going to pick up, up that energy yes yeah, it's going to yes. it's going to show it and another way the spirit will connect with us is through our dreams. You know, so if you're dreaming of a grandfather, believe that you really talked to him because you did. Because let's let's be real. If we're just sitting here and we walked into the bathroom and our grandfather's passed over, appeared, we'd go batshit crazy and run the other way. Okay. But if they come to you in a dream, that's a safe place. That's the astral plane. Can I tell you a freaky story? Yeah. And I'm still a skeptic. <clears throat> but I hold on to this and I can't believe I'm going to say this maybe a lot of people won't listen to this one <clears throat> so back when I was 16 my grandfather he was gone about a year my aunt took me and my cousins to California uh -huh. great time having fun I, I <laughs> we stayed in Oceanside California we were there a month oh, oh wow. man it was just wonderful beautiful place and I had this dream 
because her best friend lived out there. We stayed with her. It was me and my one cousin. We were we slept in this room. Well, I had a dream one night, and it was it was a replay of my grandfather's funeral. The thing was, my brother and I <laughs> were at Grandpa and Grandma's house, and we're sitting in Grandpa's ugly <laughs> green leather chair that he had. My Grandma always wanted to get it rid of, but he wouldn't. <laughs> And we're sitting in there, and we're, like, crying, and we're trying to remember Grandpa. We didn't want to be any part of the funeral. So then, <laughs> all of a sudden, we hear this noise, and a door opens, and it's their bedroom door, and it's Grandpa. And he's like, what are you guys doing here? And we're like, what are you doing here? And he's like, why aren't you at my funeral? And we're like, we don't want to be there. We want to be here where we had good memories with you. And I'm like, you're not real. And I kept telling him, you're not real, you're not real. And he's like, yes, I am. And I'm like, no, you're not. He's like, yes, I am. So my brother and I, we stood up, and we're like face-to-face -face with our grandfather, and we're like arguing as to he's not really there. We're just crazy. And he told me to hold out my hand. So I held out my hand, and he put a paper clip in my hand and then folded my hand. I woke up. What do you think I woke up to in my hand? A paper clip. I did, and I threw it across the room. <laughs> No, that's, so I was like, that is holy heck. That is a cool story. And I don't tell a lot of people that story because people are like, you're crazy. Mm -mm. No, but, that was real. That's not crazy. Oh, it was that's so real. 100% real. That he, just because the body isn't there, the soul isn't gone. Your dad comes through all the time. My grandpa? And, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> you're probably well, used to talking I, to my dad. Well, because I tell your dad that all the time, yeah. that he comes through all the time. Like I was telling you the last time we talked or the other time. Where we were just sitting there, and uh, your dad was talking. Oh, yeah. And I, your dad's I, here. I felt your grandpa moved through me, and I said, your dad's here. And I said it in such a way that he looked out the window, because it was like he pulled into the driveway. Um, and your your grandma, too. She She's with me a lot. And I've even had um, Kristen tell me that. She, she tells, she'll say, well, she knows what you did for her. And so she, she just wants to take care of you. She understands now. She gets it because she's on the other side where you, you're on this side. You see the and big picture. You're, you're raised to think a certain way. But yeah. when you finally cross over, you see how things how, are, are how really are. Yeah. And Can I tell you one more yes, please. story that happened this week with my mother? Oh, my mom. I, I have a bunch of moms for you listeners who are like, <laughs> isn't your mom with you? I have a bunch of bombs. My biological mother, which I love, she's a bit off, but I love her with all my heart. Those and are the I best just, kind. I bless her pointy little head. I just, <laughs> I do. I love her, and I get to work with her. I, I get to see her forty hours a week, which is phenomenal. I, I, that's a great opportunity. Anyway, so we're taking break together, and so she's very, very skeptical. As crazy as she is, I can't believe she doesn't like embrace but, it more. Yeah. And what, she's like, well, what I don't know won't hurt me. Like, that's her motto, and she just cracks me up with that. But I love her to pieces. Hugs, Mom. Although I know she's not listening. <laughs> um, so we're sitting in the car, and she's like, Gigi, put on your, your thing that you took to the cemetery when we were up north, because that's where I go up north at. And I was like, okay, so we're sitting in her car, all right? <sighs> sitting in her car on break. It's about 11, about 11 a.m., and... The meter's kind of going in the spirit box a little, or the EMF was going a little crazy. Mm -hmm. And it starts, I've never had it go in the red. Oh. And I'm like, whoa. And mom's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you know, 
And then it goes back down. Well, then she carries a picture of my Aunt Jane in her top glove compartment. So she grabs that and she kind of looks at it and she's like, hi, Jane, because she'll do that. She's had a really, really hard time with Aunt Jane passing. Aunt Jane was a wonderful woman. But my mom's connection with her sister is is beyond words. Mm -hmm. And it makes me so sad. (laughs) And so she looks at this picture. She puts it back in her glove compartment. And I pick up the reader again. And she, oh, it goes back into the red. And my mom looks at me. She looks up like this. And her face is white as a ghost because this is something happening that she never thought would, uh-huh. she would never experience that something kind of like that. Yeah. And she's like, she looks at me and she says, Jane, is that you? And of course I'm like, Mom, where are where, you? can't be making me cry. You know, <laughs> that thing goes nuts. And it picks up. A female voice comes through. It says, picture. And I'm in there. I'm like bawling my eyes out at this time. I got chills talking about right now. I'm bawling my eyes out. Mom gets out of the car, slams the door. Nope, nope. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Goes running out there. Tells the guys that were, oh man, she's in there trying to scare me. And da 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 And I'm like, Mom, you know, that how'd that scary. make you feel? You know, that's why I'm trying. She's like, sure. well, it creeped me out. I said, but why? I said, She's talking I, to her. Right. Well, I said, I I don't even know if I believe that. But I'm going to tell myself I do because that just made me so happy. Like, I had such a warm feeling. And, Mom, I said, it's okay to want to believe that. Oh, that's good validation. Well, it's just, you know, because I used the same app, and I was just messing around because I was bored. And um, my mom was sitting in there with me. And it went off. And uh, it said, it said, Grandpa. And my, my daughter goes, well, which grandpa? And then on the screen, it comes up, Charlotte. And then Skylar's like, uh, Charlotte. And then my mom's like, well, the grandpa that lived in Charlotte. And then it came over correct. And then it came happy. So it's kind of just like a good validation. It yeah. was answering us. Yes. And so you can't tell me the spirit not, is not with us. I just, I can't help it. When you see it so much and you have that validation... There's mm-hmm. a reason for it. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to be there. Well, see, then, during that, I <coughs> I took uh, the app over to my fo- or my car, uh-huh. and I got no readings whatsoever in my car. Yeah. None, but as soon as I came back to hers, it didn't go back up into the red, and it didn't pick up the voice or nothing, but it went back up. Nobody was saying anything. But it started but, going back up. Yeah, and then... Mine was not. And she's like, well, why isn't she in your car? Because I carry my Aunt Jane's scarf with me on the side of my mm-hmm. my passenger seat. And I'm like, because she's not with me. You need her. I'm strong. I got this. You need her. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's when uh, my cousin and I went to that psychic. That's essentially what she said about my grandfather. Yeah, he checks in on you, Gigi, but it's not. You're not with you. Right, because he knows that you're good. You got this. Hell yeah, I got this. That's right. I'm a badass at <laughs> Drop the mic. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> that, that, that is funny. Mic dropped. <laughs> um, Said and done. <laughs> well, we are ridiculous. So, what, you got any more on that part? Well, there's a, there's a couple of other ways that... Um, the spirit will communicate with you and let you know that they're there. Oh. That's because the cold spot's created when um, the spirit's using that energy to try to manifest and connect with you. 
and then there's um smells and that yeah and not necessarily like um like bad smells because you would you would associate like bad smells with an evil spirit sulfur from supernatural well, that yeah. was a well thing. when i was growing up if you stood in a certain spot in the house in the middle of our living room you could smell old lady perfume it was like the old Avon perfume. Yeah. That's what old lady... <laughs> exactly. And that's just their way of letting you know they're there. Right. That's why when we go on par paranormal investigations, it's really important to, um, mm. you know, not to have cigarettes, not to wear perfume. I know you're screwed. I know. I need to quit. I know I do. <laughs> but, but that way, you know what you're getting is real and not yes. from a different source. Right. And then, like, watch your pets... Uh, growing up in that house, our dogs would sit in a corner and bark at it. I had a cat that did that shady. Yeah. Dad remembers she shady. She sit in the corner and bark? No. Yes. Hell she yeah. was a sweet cat. He <laughs> was a sweet cat. Yeah. Uh, he was so spoiled. Mama, we, we used to buy him goldfish and put him in a beta tank, and he'd just sit there and watch them. He'd put his paw out and just watch it and, and watch and watch. It was the sweetest thing ever. But there was a spot in the old house on Grand Street that had, uh, in the ceiling, I talked about this one, that I want to say maybe the last one, it had, oh, a spot to get to the attic. Mm -hmm. But he would meow and hiss at that, and he wanted nothing to do with my closet that had that opening up there. Huh? It, it was yeah. crazy insane. Yeah, there was something bad up there. He didn't like it. I don't, it may have been a bat or something, but I didn't like it either. He, that scared me. <laughs> that, that house was scary. That I would love to get into that house, really. Well, that coincides with, like, you know, what are ways to tell if your house is actually haunted or not? You know? Um, you know, I would get out a piece of paper and keep track of any unexplained... Yeah, everything. Any kind of noises you hear or smells, date it and time it and write it down. Um, if you see something that's moved and... You know you didn't move it, and nobody else moved it. You don't know how it got there. Document it. I have mm -hmm. stuff that comes up missing all the time. All the time. And sometimes find it in weird places. Like, I know nobody put it there. Well, if you question it also, you can get security cameras that are fairly cheap. Not that you want a security camera in your house. I do. Well, the outside, not the inside. Um, but there are people that do. You can get them fairly cheap, even just one camera. You'll link it up to your computer. You're, you can look at, link it up to your phone, even, and watch it. And people have found some really, or got some really good um, footage from that, of things randomly moving and there's nothing mm -hmm. there. Yep. Or a spirit showing itself because it does not know that that camera's there picking it up. You want night vision, obviously. Well, but, yeah. And then, like, you know, again, if you're experiencing cold or hot spots... Documented strange animal behavior. Documented um, feelings of being watched, touched, you know, or if it's something really serious, physical assault, all that stuff. Documented, and then um, come start to compare it because maybe you'll see a pattern. Maybe same maybe time at day. five o'clock each day you're smelling this smell and you realize your window's open and there's a smell coming from the neighbor's house because yeah. they're home burning yeah. incense or Always something. Always try to debunk it, but make yeah. sure you, if you are trying to debunk it that it is. A good source a reliable source that it's coming from you know if your lights are flickering you know how old is your uh, electrical stuff in your house mm -hmm. you know it, it could be something so it really could be most of the time it probably is I 
I don't know. You always want to try to debunk first because you want the truth. Yes. And nothing, you know, or drafts in your house coming through a window that might be just cracked open slightly that your five year old didn't put down all the way, or you know, because we get drafts all the time from our. We have a fairly newer house, but the draft comes up from the basement. We know that, you know, but yeah, there's silly things that could be. Mm -hmm. But if you're witnessing like silverware whip across the room, holy crap! Grab a camera. So I wanted to talk about some like simple, basic things to do, just in general. So at first, ghost hunting, you're just going to go out, It's keep it simple, be prepared uh, before you go on this little adventure, have, have supplies. Yes. Make sure you have a pen and paper so you can keep track of any kind of observations you have. Have a camera and a flashlight with plenty of batteries because if there is spirit there, it's going to drain the batteries just so that it can connect with you. Take a mobile phone with you, just in case there's an emergency and you need help. Take an extra coat. You never, I guess you just never know what's gonna happen. Right. In general. Well, it can just rain. But um, those are your basic, that's basically all you need in general if you're gonna go on a basic hunt. Mm -hmm. So you can take as many pictures as you can so you can document it, not just because it might be the first time you ever go ghost hunting and it's fun, but so that you have all the information that you need. Yes. And then do your research on the place. Yes. Uh, know that even if it has a haunted history, look up as much information as you can so you can know what you're looking for or the history in general because there's a lot of places that are high energy that have a lot of history. And that's why there's paranormal there is because there's so much different energy that's been absorbed into that space. And make lo- sure you know your facts. A good location to get, um, like if you're... I'll say at a location, so his house, whatever. In my research, I found a good place to go to get past history of the house or owners, you know, the times or whatever, is the um, the people that do the, uh, not not like the tax people, but like the, yeah, I want to say the people that ass- assess yeah, houses. Assessors. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Go to them in, in, in your county, and they'll be able to tell you, you know, how long these people live there or what have you. So if you come across a place that, you know, people move out all the time. Go get that information. Yeah, why, you know, people stay there an average of a year, you know, wow. You know, look into that. that, That'll Mm -hmm. help you get the information, at least validation. Well, you know, and like um, the most paranormal interactions that are going to, um, going to happen, they're going to take place like near battlefields, Mm -hmm. forts, cemeteries, and schools and houses. So if you're looking for places, start researching those places first because mm-hmm. you might find some kind of history. And then make sure you never go alone. Yeah, that's a huge thing. That's why we have our crew of six because some aren't going to be able to make all the times and places that we choose and stuff like that. And I, and I get that, but never go alone. Make sure you don't have an odd amount either because somebody always kind of ventures by themselves. Mm-hmm. Have your team set up. Go in teams of two if it's a house yeah. or a big building. Go in your teams of two have some type of recorder. If you don't have a video camera, which most people have phones, have your phone going. Let somebody know where you are. And keep in mind, too, that if you're going to put your recorder in a room and leave it alone, make sure you put some, like, tape or something that blocks that door and tell the rest of the crew so that if they enter that room, they can announce that they're entering. So when the recorder picks up their sounds, they're not... 
they're not thinking we're not thinking it's you something know. else yes yeah. yes I'll always make that announcement and if you're going somewhere that's secluded during the night you know that's unfamiliar just you know take special precautions or if if it's unfamiliar and you know kind of it's a outside and it's a rough patch go look at it during the day first Oh, so always you get a better go, idea. Yes. Yeah. Always research it first. By research, I mean go out there, go visually see it with a hunt or an investigation because that's you're gonna need to know what you're doing, especially if it's dark. You need you need a game plan. You need you need a plan. Yeah. Always have a plan. I have um, the basics for investigators or people that are looking to maybe start investigating with the equipment that you need. Um, the first is a digital camera. Regardless of what you've heard, digital cameras are great tools for ghost researchers. Once upon a time they had their limitations and problems but that is no longer the case. Now you can also get cameras that are modified to see in the infrared spectrum of light or full spectrum cameras that can use the ultraviolet. Visible and infrared spectrums of light at the same time. So, which is good, because you got your night vision, you got, mm -hmm. you're caught now other things, but you can see things that are happening in the dark, heat, coldness, what have you. Digital camera, if you don't have anything else, I think a digital camera, if you're trying to get some sort of documentation, is, is the way yeah. to go. Um, whether it be your phone, take your pictures. A digital voice recorder, of course, that's where you're going to get your EVPs. Digital voice recorders are, without a doubt, one of the most important pieces of equipment that you should have during your or in your investigation box. Audio recorders are used for many different purposes throughout the investigation. Recorders are used for interviews, spontaneous thoughts, your notes, and EVPs, which EVP stands for Electric Voice Phenomena. <clears throat> when using the audio recorders, be sure to state the location, time of the investigation, and in the investors' names. When recording investigators' names, it would be wise to have each individual present their own name that way we know their voices so if they do come into the room like you said mm -hmm. you need to say your name first so when you're going back listening to it to try to get your evidence you're not like oh a door opened and then came in jack no jack came in so jack would walk in this is jack i just opened the door fairly simple but and but it makes way sense to, that way you're not going oh, something just opened the door yeah exactly a voice yeah. the voice activation mode should be deactivated on tape recordings during use when the EVP is trying to be achieved due to the fact that it usually cuts off beginnings of words sentences and phrases which ours does when I got so I'm going to have to learn how to shut that off the voice okay. activator one flashlight with spare batteries um Oh, well, that's a common sense item. That's oh, one yeah. of those things that you should probably have in your car anyway. Because uh, <laughs> also, one thing that would be nice to have in your kit, like if you have a kit with your equipment, is the, the head flashlights. Oh, yeah. you have those. That way, that frees up your hands. It's right there. Because you, you could fall. Again, that's why you want to go during the day when there's daylight to get the information that you need. Because also, you need to have, if you have all the equipment, you need to go take, like, the normal room temperature. You need to get the averages of what everything is mm -hmm. first. Um, your your electric or your EMFs, your EMF readings. You need to do those at first, and you know document all those. So like when you come back at nighttime or whenever, because these huntings and and investigations don't just have to happen at nighttime. If you're somebody contacts you, I need you to come investigate, and they're like, this happens at three p.m. every day. You need to go at 3 p.m. 
because yeah. that's when you're going to get it. But go, you know, in the morning, 9, 10, to set up everything to make sure, you know, you get your temp readings, you get your EMF readings, you get, you know, all your essential readings, a baseline to go off from, which makes sense. But back to the flashlight. Just have a flashlight. Yeah. <laughs> you just need one, a first aid kit. That makes sense. Clearly, which probably, again, you should have that in your car anyway, oh, yeah. in your trunk, what have you, because anybody in your group or crew, whatever, could get hurt. You might need a Band-Aid. Who knows? You might get a paper cut. A notebook with pens and pencils, which you talked about. That's just for clearly documenting. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, you, you may have your recorder with you, but I know I like to take notes on everything, so Me I can too. go back. Yep. You know, I'm, we may say stuff in our recorders, whatnot, but I'm first going to look back at what I wrote down, because that's easier and fastest to do. Um, jackets and weather-appropriate clothes, well, clearly... That just makes sense. A video camera. Again, that goes back to the digital camera, but also a video camera, especially if you're investigating. Again, one goes back to the like the security cameras. I want to get some night vision security cameras so we can set them up in certain places. There's going to be times that we can't just sit there all night and wait for something. And sometimes nothing's going to happen if somebody's there. Yeah, that's true. So have, have those extra cameras if you have them available. If not, Go get yourself just a little handheld camera. Yeah, your phone works fine too, but a lot. I like to have my phone open for other reasons. I say we do have to call nine one one, but I'm like uh -huh. I'm getting awesome footage. But oh well, sorry. <laughs> you know, I'll get my. Hopefully, the first aid kit has everything I need to take care of. Hopefully, your leg don't fall off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You have to wait till this is done. Um, we have a. I've accumulated a lot of video cameras, <laughs> which is great. But I do have one that's got the night vision, the infrared night vision, so I'm pretty excited about getting out and using that for sure. So yeah, a video camera is really good to have, and nowadays you can get them fairly cheap. And you don't necessarily need to get one that has night vision, because those are more expensive. You can get a cheaper one. They have them on Amazon, just the attachments to, to make it the infrared it. night cool. vision. I think you can get them for under 20 bucks even. So I, if this is something you're looking into, or just you want to kind of watch out for your own house, Go get a cheap video camera, set it up, mm -hmm. get your attachment if you want. Um, an EMF detector. <clears throat> the electric field detector, also known as the EMF, is the modern-day ghost researcher's tracking device, a very important piece of equipment. With this instrument, it is possible to locate and track energy sources. It will detect fluctuations in electro electric <laughs> electromagnetic fields and low strength moving EMF fields that have no source. In this common theory that spirits disrupt the field in such a way that you can tell one is present by higher than normal readings with this meter. Which I'm really excited to use mm -hmm. ours. Um, before using the EMF as a ghost research tool on an investigation, be sure to walk through the area and take initial readings around the energy source such as light poles, electrical outlets. You know, that kind of goes back to what I was saying, go and get in your your, your baseline readings. Yeah, that makes sense, though. You know, because, you know, we may, you know, you go in the kitchen, there's a microwave, there's all sorts of things that would make that go off, so we want to make sure that we record that on video and on paper that, okay, this is the type of reading we're getting right now with this stuff. But also in my research, a lot of those appliances and stuff now don't give off such a huge EMF reading anymore mm -hmm. because everybody's like going green, energy saver, and a lot of that stuff was taken away that would make that skyrocket. Yeah. But that's another thing. Take into account if you're in a house, 
how old is the house, how old are the appliances, the things in it. There's so much that goes into this yep. that you need to realize. And then it may be, you may be able to walk in and be like, okay, this is your issue. You, you know, it may be just something silly. Mm-hmm. You, like the refrigerators, like from the 1970s, and it's also a bomb shelter. You know, but, but it's giving off all these readings. A cellular phone. Everybody's got those. There's not really a whole bunch I can say that. Something simple, really. If you have no other equipment but you want to try this, and I've been curious, I want to try this. It's just a simple compass because it, it won't pick a a direction. It, it, it'll it'll hesitate to go north as is one that I heard. I, I've never used one or tried I'll to get try it out. On, on that things, but, you know, those are fairly cheap, and it works the same, or it's got the same principles as a EMF reader. It'll start going... Mm-hmm kind of crazy when you're in a spot that the electric magnetic field is off on yeah which i I thought was kind of neat and if somebody doesn't have a lot of funding to go buy all this stuff or something you just want to do in your house that's a way to do it motion detectors um these can be used to sense movements by often unseen forces or spirits you can get battery operated ones for about twenty dollars and they are great for inside but I have seen them used successfully outdoors as well. Just watch the placement. You don't want a tree branch setting it off. See that? I don't know. That's not a must-have for me, a motion detector. No. It'd be kind of neat. You know, but with that being said, a lot of cameras, a lot of other things are have the motion detectors in them. So um, a thermometer, clearly, which I do have one of those infrared thermometer, which I'm excited to use too. <laughs> uh, the thermometer is an instrument that is very useful there are two types use regular digital thermometers and infrared non-contact thermometers which is what we have when used on an investigation this will aid as a detection system for spirit presence rapid temperature drop of 10 degrees or more could indicate spirit presence i recommend using the infrared non-contact thermometer but case they react in less than a second to a temperature drop and you can scan a large area quickly so with the thermometers it's again that's one of the tools you'll have to use when you pre-investigation. There we go. Pre-investigation because you're going to want to make sure everything's at the same temp or the basic baseline temp. So when you go in at the time that you need to go in or you decide, go through and do another reading when you're there to, to conduct the actual investigation. Um, also, a good thing to have are handheld radios. The walkie-talkies are very useful in a large outdoor area and the buildings with groups to that, you know, when you spread out to the rooms. It's, the obvious reasons why you need walkie-talkies because you're there should be times that you don't want to have your phone on or you're using it to call 911 but you need to call. <laughs> you know they always have the walkie-talkies i guess that that's one thing we need to but that's pretty much i mean there's a, a whole bunch more equipment you could get but that's pretty much the basics um, i guess if you're starting out and some people may just have this stuff like the temperature thing yeah uh i'm gonna see heat and heat Heat and cooling people have those things, you know. Mm-hmm. So if your husband and your uncle or what have you is, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going to use this. I'm going to swipe it. Yeah, can, can I use this is for it, the weekend, you know. he goes to work and he can't find yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Take that. Go to Walmart and get yourself a $2 compass. Have your video camera, your phone, whatever. Go out have a good time with friends. Shoot. Heck yeah. Shoot. Why not? Um, Again, let's come back. Every investigator or hunter needs to keep a log of the events in time. So if you're yes. serious about I mean, if you're going out for fun, whatever, clearly you don't have to. But if you're kind of like, hmm, I want to see what this is about, document everything. Document it no matter how trivial. You sneeze, log it. 
<laughs> it may have sounded like something else, a member of the building, whatever, log it. That, that makes sense. And too. you all need to log it, you know, and, and our group is six. We'll all have to log everything because we're going to break off into different groups. So it may have been us walking upstairs and the group downstairs heard footsteps. Yeah. You know, we can automatically debunk that. And but, always keep in mind, you know, no horsing around. Take it, take it seriously to an extent to, if you're going into a place to respect where you're going and maybe even, you know, on the spiritual side, connect with the spirit and thank it for allowing you to be here. Say your prayers and definitely don't ever try to provoke a spirit. Right. You may get a bad outcome. All members of your group or owners, if possible, walk through the location. Um, have a member map out the location, like the air vents, the heaters, electrical appliances, fuse boxes, computers, all that jazz. Um, even take your pen and paper, make your own like little blueprint of where things are so, so yep. you can map it out. So again, so it be easier to debunk something right away if if that's the case no that makes sense because even you could even get that sheet you know make your own blueprint and when you go in there write your little numbers down you mm -hmm. know put there's a microwave here and put the number down so that yeah. you know the microwave's that 1.0 and all of a sudden you've got a 2.5 reading or a 3.0 you know there's actually something there yeah. right because it's not the same number right um Another thing is, do not like if you're if you're doing it with your friends. By all means, discuss it as you're going along. But if you're doing an investigation for somebody, do not discuss it because you haven't went through everything yet. Uh, <laughs> I I don't want to sound like we're coming off as as professionals on this because clearly we're not. But this is our research, and it makes sense to us as to we're just trying to help you out. I I don't. So I don't want somebody to be like, oh, they think they're professionals and blah, blah. Oh, definitely no, not. No, that's not what we're doing. We're just, this kind of makes sense to us, and I think that we're going to follow most of this stuff with our investigations because it, it makes sense. And, and ultimately, it's coming through as safety first. Oh, well, yeah. You want to be safe when you're going anywhere and doing anything. Right. It, but having fun at the same time, but, but you need to do it the correct way. Um. <clears throat> They said, don't, if you are doing an investigation for somebody, don't discuss with them right away at, at the location, even if you did see something, because you want to get back together with your team. You need to talk about it there. You need to compare notes. You have to go back and watch hours and hours of video. Listen to the EVPs, you know, your mm -hmm. voice recorders. There's so much more that goes into it. Also, in the research, and what I want to do is our spiritual people that are in our group, like you. Uh-huh. We'll let you guys do the first walkthrough. You guys document what you feel. You guys give that to me. I put that that I put that in a lockbox. Yep. Okay. One person, which I guess probably be me, <laughs> where I'll interview the person that wants us to do the investigation. We talk about what they have heard, what they have seen, all that jazz. I'm not going to tell anybody else in the group. I write that down. I put that in a lockbox. All that stuff with our investigation documents and whatnot when we're done we bring all that out mm -hmm. and then we see if things line up because that'll be another verification yep whether it's something we can easily debunk or you know what you guys felt what you know what i was told that type of thing which makes sense to me if you really want to be an investigator and try to get to a truth or 
something. Another thing you have to remember is a lot of people are trying to look for, I don't, answers, but a they want to know that it's going to be okay. If you don't have spiritual people that to go with you, mediums, what have you, get in contact with one so you can guide these people to them if need be. Yeah. Because these people are coming to you for answers. If you can't give them the correct answers, you, you need to say, okay, look, this is what I can give you. These are the readings that I got because you know how to use your um, equipment well, what have you. Guide them to the right people. Help them because a lot of people, they're coming for you f for help. If you can just give them readings, that's great. But then tell them where to go after that if you can't offer them more. People may want you to come in and do an exorcism in their house. Yeah, you, there's... You know, there's, find that out first and foremost what these people want from you, I, I guess. No, that makes total sense. Because if you, you can't provide them, they're going to be unhappy. And you don't want them to be unhappy because they just let you walk through their property or, or their house. You know, they welcomed you into their home. And that, that's a very private thing. And oh, just be so respectful. Of course, yes. Don't automatically say, oh, that's not a demon. Oh, that's not a, a spirit. Oh, that's not. Do your research. Have Back it up. So when you tell them that and then say, if this keeps happening, have us back. Or have us back and I will have this person with us, whether it be a medium <laughs> or a priest that needs to do mm -hmm. a cleansing. Because I know at first I was so focused on actually getting into places and doing it. Not realizing that there is going to be... Not an ending, but an outcome to it. And how are these our clients going to respond? Always have somebody that, that they can reach out to if you can't give them the answer that they're looking for if they want more done that, that you are able to do. That's okay. You did your part. You know, but let them know firsthand it could be this, it could be that, you know. Honestly, just be very honest with the people because they may not be, let's say you are a spiritual person, you go into some place and they're not spiritual, but they know something's in there. Find a happy medium way to mm -hmm. to bring that across to them, that you are spiritual, but you're also open-minded, or let's say you're not spiritual and they are, okay, I'm not spiritual, but I am open-minded. Just don't go in there like, this is what it is. It, it's your electrical wiring's from the 1930s and it just, that's what it is. Yeah, you, you can't do that. You consider their emotions because yes. even if it's not something there to them, it is. So you got to be considerate of their perception of the reality and their, their feelings and their emotions. Yes. <laughs> um, this going back to taking the pictures um, with the orbs thing. That's what people are usually after when they take the pictures. Yeah. I've noticed that in a lot of social media, people with the orbs and the pictures. But also... Orbs, orbs aren't always just round things, correct? Yeah, that's correct. Okay, because I think that's what people look for. And now, if there's something that's longer or doesn't take the shape of round, they're just like, "Oh, that's something wrong with the camera, something wrong with the film." Not necessarily, but Th yeah. that type of thing. Um, but make sure that there's no airborne debris, pollen, dust, etc. Again, that comes down to writing down noticing things. Let's say you're in a dusty house. The mom hasn't had a chance to dust or the dad hasn't had a chance to dust because they're busy. But it's dusty. Write that down. It's dusty in the living room. Yes. And yep. we, we took this picture and there is, you know, that way when you go back and look at the picture, picture number five that was taken in the living room, if there is dust, you can be like, okay, let's look into that further if you can't really debunk it right offhand. Because there's so much, oh, especially with like ceiling fans in rooms like if yes. you're taking a picture 
the ceiling fans going, you're not thinking about it, but then you get the pitch and you're like, holy hell, what's that? Yeah. You, you know, very well, could, most of the time it probably is that. Most of the time. Yeah. yeah. Watch for things when you're taking pictures. <laughs> With your cameras, don't worry about your viewfinder because that, that works like if you're taking a picture of somebody or something that's that a bottle or whatever. But don't worry about clicking it, whatever, because that ultimately in a lot of... I know in my phone, my phone camera with the viewfinder, it'll blur out the other stuff that's on the side and just go right, right to that item that you want. That's not what you want. Click your picture because you want the whole picture. If, if it's a spirit, it's not going to be like sitting in front of your camera going, yeah, hey, I'm right no. here. You know, it's going to be off to the side. It doesn't know what's happening. Mm -hmm. You know, it is... I guess I don't know. I'm not a spirit. <laughs> I don't know. This is just stuff that makes sense to us, how we're we're clearly going to conduct our investigations a little more organized than we conduct our podcast. I hope so. <laughs> Although we have a lot of fun. That we do. But make sure afterwards you review everything. Um, another thing, if you're thinking about it, becoming a hunter, going out hunting, or an investigator... Find books on it. A lot of people don't read books. Get your audio books on it, whatever. Listen to other hunters, other investigators. Take their advice. Don't be too proud, you know, mm -hmm. especially when you're new about it. They'll give you different ways to look at certain things that you may have overlooked or what have you. It's always good to have another opinion in there, I think. One thing, for sure, be skepti skeptical of everything. Yes. Even if you are a believer, you know, not everything's going to be what you want it to be. It could be a piece of dust. Um, the drawer that's always coming open. Take a, um, what's it, a level. That's how I would say I wanted to put a level in our kit. A level. Put it on the countertop. Yeah, that's true. You know, it, it could be something as little, because some of those drawers, are, they have like the wheels on the back. Uh -huh. It may just be off just enough where it comes open. You know, it's just like something so silly my old house balls would roll across the floor all the time by themselves but it was also really uneven <laughs> it was so, so uneven you, you could know. literally place the ball on the counter and it would roll <laughs> off the counter yeah see we're not going and thinking that everything's going to be a spirit we know that yes. mama mary knows that yeah. but she's also a very spiritual person but but we know that we want to debunk that stuff first and then if we can't debunk it then we're going to be like okay then we'll try to reach out to it we'll try to talk to it see why it's there see mm -hmm. see what it is i don't know it's ah it's gonna be so much fun but always be a skeptic even if you don't want to be more than likely let's be realistic you're not going to get the answers that you want no. that doesn't make anybody happy i mean it just doesn't no. you know like when i get told i can't that he's not going to take me out to dinner i get unhappy because that's not the answer i want <laughs> i know right it is the tax assessor's office Oh, there you go. That's where you go. The tax assessor office can give you historical info on many locations you visit. So again, and then also, don't wear the perfume, cologne, or anything that's got a noticeable scent. Wear your deodorant, though. Oh, God, please. That's just for your, your friends' sakes and whatnot. <laughs> but don't, don't be putting on the cologne and stuff like that, because certain smells have been related back to supernatural occurrences and whatnot. And always make sure that you let somebody know where you're going. Even if, like, you're like, oh, they'll make fun of me, leave a note. Leave a note on your kitchen counter. Mm -hmm. You know, that if you don't want to be open about it, whatnot, because people do get criticized, we're gonna, and it's gonna be great. 
<laughs> Here's the thing I come back to with, with how to deal with your clients. Um, keep in mind that many of the people who will request an investigation will want to be comforted, educated, and they may even want the spirits to leave. Whatever your approach or beliefs, be prepared for this. And if you are not willing to or cannot help the people in the way that they would like, at least provide them with the names of people who help who can help them. Yes. Yeah. So have that back up. You know, you may you may not believe that mediums are mediums, whatnot. But kind of if you're gonna take this on for a hobby, serious hobby like we're gonna do, reach out to one that's in your community. Find one. They're everywhere. Not everywhere, but <laughs> the mediums that are out there. Well make sure that they're at legit. least legit, yeah. But have the number and back up and talk to them about it. Hey, I'm going to start investigating. I don't firmly believe in all this stuff, but I want to have that option for my clients if need be. Can I give them your card, your number, that type of thing? So they're not left alone. You just came in there, and let's say there is a spirit. I don't know, but you don't believe, and you stirred up this spirit. Now it's pissed off, mm -hmm. and now these people don't know what to do. You know? Yep. Also try to educate them so they understand what is occurring. So if you if you can't debunk something, if you can't say this is your refrigerator doing this, okay, let's just say your refrigerator, and you can't show them, explain to them or have somebody, like I said, get a medium friend. That'll be your best option. <laughs> you know, because if you can't debunk it, maybe they can even come in and try to debunk it. Um, but they can... <sighs> Spiritual people have a way of being able to comfort people, I think. I believe. Yes. Because they have a way to explain it. Yes. And, and and explain why it's happening. You know, it, it may not be a family member that's stuck in their house. It may be a family member from a family that owned the house three times ago, but they're just confused. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's the problem with paranormal. It, it, it is unexplainable, so it's hard to explain it. <laughs> Here we are on a podcast trying to explain it. After explaining what is happening to a witness, many will no longer be frightened because that, that goes back to educating yourself um, or as concerned as they were before you got there. And then you can leave with, okay, I did my job. But make sure that they have what they need afterwards. Like I said, you could have went in there and stirred up something. We don't know. I don't know. So I don't know if I believe, but you pissed off a ghost or a demon. It could be a demon and you're, oh shit. And you just leave. <laughs> yeah. That's not, that's not good customer yeah. service. Definitely <laughs> not ever provoke. And then if you are a person or group that does offer more assistance through psychic spirit rescues, etc., remember that the well-being and the feelings of the living come first. That's right. So if anybody in your group is like, we need to get out of here, get out of there. Yeah. Like, because you don't want to be like, oh, you chicken. Like, that's not okay. Just respect each other's feelings first and foremost. Like, if they're feeling uncomfortable, even though, like, I'm never going to say, if Mama Mary says, Sarah, we need to get out of here. Okay, let's go. Let's back up and go. Or we'll come back in daylight and get our equipment. <laughs> you know, I'm going to do that. You know, not necessarily, like, I could think I'm fine, but later on, maybe not find out I'm fine <laughs> you know th there's so many things but if we don't know we can't say and i know the skeptics out there are going well we can say nah not to everything so all in all <laughs> if you choose to become an investigator make sure to document like everything there are forms you should have your clients fill out and sign um you can find those online or if you are an llc you'll know all about that um 
make sure you have the correct permission to do an investigation and permission release to to release any findings. When out and about hunting, same thing applies. Make sure you got permission if you are on private property. Don't be going and getting arrested. That's why I haven't been to some of the cemeteries I want to go to at nighttime because they lock it up. I don't want to. I don't want. I don't want to catch a case for being on a case. <laughs> you know, it's like that's not okay. One thing I noticed that most articles said was to have patience and lots of it. Like. Again, a lot of things aren't going to occur. Yeah, you're definitely, definitely not going to get something every single time. There's right, no way. exactly. And you may not yeah. even know until you're done and you go back and you have to watch the 12-hour video. And then you have to listen to the <laughs> to the 12-hour voice recording that you have. There's so much stuff to go through. That's kind of why it's better to have a team, at least two of you, to, so you can split it. When investigating, it takes a lot of time, as we keep saying, that a lot of them will end in nothing. But don't get discouraged. Besides the basic stuff, it's hours and hours of going over videos, voice recordings, and going through pictures. You need to go through, not even just on your phone. I'm all for that, going back through and looking on your phone, because like, you can go in and stuff. But I plan on going to get them printed off. Just so, that's the actual picture I took. I want to look at that. I want to investigate yeah. that. Yep. You know, and then we, then we can put that in our case file for that. I suggest if you are curious about becoming an investigator, go hunting a few times. I think I said that a few times to the podcast. Go hunting a few times. Yep. Get, get your best bud. Get whatever. Go have fun. Exactly. And then if you decide, hey, man, I, I do want to be an investigator, I, I think that would be something I could really get into. You don't necessarily got to make it people that you know. Get out there. Network. Find the people. Um, get on the Facebook. There's lots of investigator pages out there, actually. Or even spiritual pages out there with, with people that are like-minded, but they don't have anybody to go with them because people just kind of laugh at them about it. Mm -hmm. But I, I get laughed at all the time at work. I don't care. I'm like, whatever. When I get to say, screw you guys, I quit. You guys aren't going to be laughing then. Right. What? what? <laughs> yeah, I'll be walking out of here and bye. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> so with the pxl crew like i said we do have six members mom and i are included in that six like i said pxl crew has six members mom and i included we want to conduct our investigations through science and, and, and spiritually so we get both ends of the spectrum there so we don't have spiritual groups or people coming at us well you didn't look at this and then vice versa with the science you know with that thing why not kind of hit everything all in one yeah. I think that's what is going to separate us from others, and I think that we're going to get a lot more findings. I don't want to say we're going to find more just because of who we have, but at the same time... I, we'll discover more, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it, whether it's we can debunk more things. You know, that'd be cool if we can do that, even. Yeah. You know? I just... We got it from all angles, and I'm just... Mm, I'm so excited! <sighs> um, we'll also... Besides, like, the investigations... We will be going on, like, our random hunts where we're, like, all get together and we go to the cemetery, see, see what we can find out. Yeah. You yeah. know, we're not always going to be investigating. We're also going to go on hunts as well. But we will we're gonna decipher the two when we come back and we have episodes on, you know, releasing what we found. And then the videos will be on YouTube and the Facebook, which is going to be awesome. Uh-huh. I'm pretty excited. So I hope that helped <laughs> anybody that's thinking about it. I... Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> well, it gives an idea, too, of what we'll be trying to do. Mm -hmm. And like I said, we are the farthest things from pros <laughs> at this. We are in our beginning stages. We've been places together. 
We've been places separately where we've not done investigations, but huntings, and had fun doing it. Um, now we are getting all the correct equipment. We're getting all the correct people. And we're we're going to make this work, and it's going to be yeah. awesome, and I hope you guys are excited, too. I'm ready to hear some hometown hero stories. How about you? Yeah. Yeah? I'm like, yeah? Yeah. First and foremost, a shout-out to Spencer LaValle. He's a follower. Do you know him? Uh-uh. No, he follows us on the Facebook. Aww. And he keeps trying to send us this story. I. The problem is we got a page, we got a group. And there's like eight other things out there. So when things pop up in my Facebook, I lose everything. I don't know yeah, where I'm at. Yeah, I've seen that, that we can't get his story to come through. Yeah. And that really upsets me because he says it's a true story about his mom. Has he emailed it in or anything? Well, that's what I told him to do. I, oh. I didn't get it yet for today's show, but hopefully I'll keep in contact with him. Heck yeah. Great guy. He's always commenting and he's really active on our page. So it's great. Shout out to you, Spencer. And I love the name Spencer. Woo-hoo. I think that's great. So we will be looking for your story. Like I said, if you do go back and you find it, screenshot it. And then send it to me through Messenger. I messaged you on my personal there you go. Messenger. And I told them that I did that. But we're not friends on the personal. Like on the, the, the regular Facebook. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Gotcha. So he might not even got that message. But anyway. So the first one comes. Well, I'm not going to tell you where it comes from until the end. How about that? Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha. So it says... I remember one residential investigation I went on up in Howard City. The family had been terrified and was ready to move out. My team was their last resort. During our investigation, we had pennies thrown in the kitchen. Whoa, pennies. Hey, there's a message I'm like, for whoa, you. pennies. <laughs> the homeowner's dog had been attacked in her bedroom. We heard voices that made you want to forget as soon as you heard them. While we were out in the living room, I had my laptop running watching live feed from the bedroom. We heard commotion coming from the bedroom. The dog was barking, and I just lost just lost live feed from the bedroom. As soon as I said to leave the dog alone and come visit us because I didn't believe he would, my phone, which was sitting on the coffee table in the front of me, was thrown across the room and hit the wall behind the homeowner's mother. What a thrilling night. Let's just say I know... Let's just say that I now bring a specific item that the spirits can use and ask that they leave my equipment alone. I have included a photo that I had taken. What do you see? Enjoy and happy hauntings, Tanya. She's from Full Circle Paranormal. Awesome oh, story, Tanya. Story. Thank you. I Thank you so much for, for sharing that. I do have the picture. It does sound like an exciting I, night. I will show you, Mama Mary. I can't show you guys because while well, you're listening, and that, that makes me sad. That is awesome. That crazy? That's cool. Yeah. Great picture, Tanya. Yeah, thank you so much for that story. Like, I, lo- I love getting these stories in our email. Like, it, it's just great. It's just so awesome. Yes, Tanya. And actually, we will be meeting Tanya sometime. I believe yeah, this I is the so. same Tanya. So I hope I, so. I know. Great. Thank you so much, Tanya. And we have one from our very own Amanda. She's great. She's great. She is. <laughs> she says, when I was 15, my mother... Really? My mother? <laughs> Sorry, Amanda. Pina, okay. Tomato, tomato. I know, right? Pina oh colada. My God. Pina coladas. <laughs> Yum. Okay. Focus. We need to focus. All right, Amanda, I'm going to start that again. I hope you forgive me, my dear. When I was 15, my father took a job as the head of the grounds and maintenance at Charlton Park. Ooh, See? we love Charlton Park. My grandmother did so much at Charlton Park, so I'm hoping if we can ever get in there. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Anyways, yes. Amanda, I am sorry. 
<laughs> the house we moved into into was Irving Charlton's home right by the Thornapple River. We had moved most of our stuff and my parents went back to the previous home for the night. I was brave and decided that I would stay by myself in the new bedroom. I remember not sleeping well that night. I felt as though I was being watched the whole time I was there alone. As you know, a lot of buildings in the village had been moved there and have their own ghostly occupants. They were there with me, slightly uncomfortable. I came to realize as I lived there for the next five years, and these spirits were indeed there and followed me in my many walks through the village and woods. I have... I have so many stories from Charlton Park. Love living there. The home we lived in was torn down in the last five years. Made me sad because Irving did his training in that home. Part of the history is gone. The physical, anyway. That's a cool story. And that, that you is know, cool. She, she's so right. I've, I've Thank actually, you, Amanda. I've actually um, had a dream where I connected with the spirit of a woman that was in one of those houses. And I'm not even sure what the dream meant, other than the fact that she was showing me that she was there. But I remember sitting in a, and I do believe it's the White House. If anybody's ever been to Charlton Park, it would be the White House that's directly across from the church. And I was sitting in a rocking chair, and I was drawing something. And then uh, I looked up the stairs, and there was this woman. She looked like a maid with, like, a, she had a dress on, and she had, like, the hair bonnet on top of her head that would hold in her hair. And um, she was just standing up at the top, top of the stairs. She started walking down to me. And then I stood up, and there was a painting behind me, and, like, the part of the dream my daughter Jocelyn was in, she was in that painting, and all of a sudden, it started moving, and she was walking down a pathway. And then I woke up. But she's completely right. The, the, you didn't have a paperclip in your hand? I had no paperclip. Oh, <laughs> no. But, no. But then when I, I talked to Amanda about it also, and she said there is, in that house... So a, a maid spirit who mm -hmm. um every every they when they go and clean it they have to redo it because something in there at night messes it back up wow so i'm pretty excited i'm hoping once we get up and going we have some things planned for i want to get some investigations or hunting really huntings under our belt mm -hmm. first and then we mom mary and i want to put together or pxl wants to put together something special for everybody that they would be able to come out to yeah, that'd be and meet cool. us, talk to us, and then maybe do like a some sort of investigation with us so you guys can see how it's done because I don't want to hide anything from you guys. I, anybody that wants to yeah. join, would it, it's phenomenal. It would just be an awesome time. But more, more of that will come. I know I have been super overwhelmed lately. There's yes. a lot going on with this, but... So much. My wedding's in like less than four months. I know. And I haven't done crap for it because I'm like, yay, paranormal, paranormal, everything. That's the girl who has a whole table of stuff she's bought for the wedding. That was before all this. <laughs> that was before the podcast. I like started buying stuff back when I, that ring got on my finger. I was like, bye, honey. And then, <laughs> it was, yeah. Anyway, enough about my wedding. I'm pretty excited though. So. With all that being said, I hope this was insightful. If not, at the very least, <laughs> entertainment. Well, yeah. <laughs> at the very something. least. So remember, if you guys have stories, because we love getting these stories for Hometown Heroes, it is ParanormalXL, all lowercase, ParanormalXL at writeme.com. 
And that link is also on the Facebook. Look us up on Facebook. You'll get all the all the episodes. The links to the episodes are right on there. It just kind of makes it easier if you don't have like a certain podcast app or any of that stuff. The YouTube link is there as well for our videos and whatnot that we will be putting together. So don't forget. Don't yuck someone else's yum. Ever. That's right. Okay, so until next time, be safe and have fun. Yep, talk to you next time. Thank you.